Good morning, Father's House family, and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Israel, and I'm coming to you live this morning from our Father's House Church Cape Town building. We finished off a two-weeks devotion series last week titled The Lord's Prayer, and I'm so excited to be starting a brand new devotion series today called The Spirit-Filled Life. We are going to be looking at a life in and with the Holy Spirit as we're approaching Pentecost, where we as a church get to celebrate the incredible gift of the Holy Spirit to all mankind. We're going to be in a series and over the next couple of weeks be looking at different aspects of the Spirit-filled life. But for the next two weeks, however, we're going to be looking at Galatians chapter 5 at what is known as the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And we will see how the fruit of the Holy Spirit comes from a life lived with the Holy Spirit and how that stands in contrast to our self-life that we are so often trying to live. So if you have your Bibles with you, please read with me Galatians chapter 5, and we're going to read verse 16 to 18. I'm reading this morning from the Passion Translation because I really enjoyed the language usage from it, and you'll hear why now. Galatians chapter 5 verses 16 to 18. Let me emphasize this. As you yield to the dynamic life and the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. When your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit, you hinder him from living free within you. And the Holy Spirit's intense cravings hinder your self-life from dominating you. So then, the incompatible and conflicting forces within you are your self-life of the flesh and the new creation life of the Spirit. But when you yield to the life of the Spirit, you will no longer be living under the law, but soaring above it. So that's a quick introduction to this Spirit life and this self-life. But what does a life lived by the Spirit look like? The Apostle Paul tells us in verses 22, to 25. And he talks about the fruit of the Spirit-filled life. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Keep in mind that we who belong to Jesus Christ have already experienced crucifixion, for everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with the Messiah. If the Spirit is the source of our life, we must also allow the Spirit to direct every aspect of our lives. So we may never be arrogant or look down on one another, for each of us is an original. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the values of others. It's a very different um, translation, the passion translation of this passage, but I really like the language usage there. And this is what we call the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is the signs of a developing faith journey. It is the sign that your faith is alive and well. It means that you are growing. It means that you are maturing. It means that you are walking a spirit-filled journey, not just a spirit-saved journey. Everyone who calls upon the name of our Lord Jesus will be saved 
and has the Holy Spirit. But there is an extra step that we take to mature as people who have now been saved and received the Holy Spirit. A Spirit-saved person needs to become a Spirit-filled person. Someone who walks a life with the Holy Spirit into deeper spiritual maturity. Now, this is a process of growing in the Spirit-filled life where He walks us deeper into Christ-likeness where we start to reflect these fruits that we call the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I don't think many of us will be able to read this list of the fruit of the Holy Spirit and say that our lives 100% reflects these fruits, these realities. I think there are always more fruit for us to produce, more mature fruit to produce. And just reading this list, the word patience really stands out to me. I'm someone that tends to be a very impatient person. But I also know that the more I walk with the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to convict me and walk with me, I tend to become a more patient person. There are still moments when a deep impatience comes out, um, out of me and I repent of them. For me, it most often comes from walking behind slow people. I'm a tall guy with very long legs, which means I tend to walk very fast. So when I get stuck behind shorter people walking slowly, a big frustration comes in and I just sometimes remind myself, just be patient, just be patient. Um, but my life doesn't reflect it in its fullness. But I know that I am getting there. I know that the Spirit is leading me to become a more patient person because I keep walking with Him. And I think that's the key. A Spirit-filled life requires intentionality to walk with the Holy Spirit. When you want a fruit tree at your house so you can enjoy some fruit, you either have to sow a seed and I watch a seed, a tree grow from a seed, or you have to plant a fruit tree and you have to look after it until it produces fruit. You don't just throw some seeds in your backyard and expect to come back a couple of days or a couple of years later and just have fruit. No, you intentionally have to look after a fruit tree. You're going to have to water it. You're going to have to prune it. From time to time, there are going to be weeds that you're going to have to pluck out. You intentionally have to make sure that the tree gets the correct amount of sunlight and nutrients that it needs to produce the fruits that you desire. The same is for our life. A Spirit-filled believer intentionally walks with the Holy Spirit. He waters his Spirit with the living Word when he is thirsting for it. He even allows the Holy Spirit to prune him when it is necessary and in due season Trees like these start to produce fruit. But once fruit develops on a tree, there's also a waiting period. You're going to have to wait until the fruit ripens, until the fruit has matured. You don't judge unmatured fruit on a tree when it hasn't fulfilled or gone through the appropriate process to become ripe fruit yet. And the same is for our lives. Sometimes we judge the own fruit in our lives because it hasn't quite matured into the fruit that we desire and intend it to be. Forgetting, of course, that faith is a journey that we walk alongside the Holy Spirit and that He's walking us, ripening the fruit in our life. He is maturing us into believers and in our lives, He is maturing the fruit that He, as our gardener, the gardener, the guy, the one that tends to our hearts, desires. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to come and tend to the gardens of our hearts. And in time, we will start to develop fruit. And in time, we will start to develop 
mature fruit. Fruit that reflects a life filled with the Holy Spirit. Shall we end today in a quick prayer? Holy Spirit, thank you for your continued guidance in our lives. Thank you that you've taken us from being simply Spirit-saved people to now Spirit-filled people. Father, give us the grace to be empowered to walk this life alongside the Holy Spirit. Give us grace for ourselves, that where we don't often see the fruit that we desire, that we know that it is a journey, that you are walking with us, and that we are constantly being fed, that our hearts are being watered with your living word, and that you are leading us into Christ-likeness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 